Welcome to episode 39 of Radio Life Ray. This is Olaf Koch, and before we go into the regular episode, I have a short announcement. This episode comes out just after the website for DEF CON 2014 is going live or has gone live and just before the call for paper closes. So if you are interested in submitting your paper to the DEF CON, then uh, please go ahead and go to www.liferay.com slash DEF CON 2014. Um, also, uh, uh, just to notice, we will have very limited um, seats available for the unconference predating the actual DEF CON. Um, this all is in the beginning of November, uh, will take place in Darmstadt, which is very close to Frankfurt in Germany. So if you are intending to come to the unconference, just note that we have only limited seats available for this event. Um, so you might want to register very early. The regular DEF CON, um, so the two-day DEF CON following the unconference is more or less unlimited. Um, I don't think that we'll run into problems there. But for the unconference, we have a limited amount of space. That out of the way, uh, now let's go into the regular episode for Liferay Cloud Services and speak to Juan Fernandez and Ivica Cadic. Welcome to episode um, approximately 40. Um, I think that this will go out as number 40 for Radio Liferay. And I'm together with two guys from Liferay, um, and that's Juan Fernandez and Ivica Cadic. Uh, we just talked about butchering names. Ivica Cadic. Um, Hi guys. Hello. Hi. So, um, what would we like to talk about? Cloud services. Cloud services. Okay, yeah. that's a buzzword. <laughs> Explain. Yeah. Okay, so we are um, we are working on a new project. Uh, we have called it Library Cloud Services, and basically, well, it is a new online platform that will be offering tools and services for our customers, uh, for library portal customers. So we are pretty excited of this uh, new platform we are launching. And we're here to share details with you, Olaf. Great. So I'm happy to learn more because I have an immediate use for it. Uh, we are recording this in the end of May, actually very, well, you could always, almost say the beginning of June. And the private beta is uh, currently running. When this episode is published, um, we might be close to the uh, public beta. Um, and um, I'm about to try this program myself. Before we dig um, deep into this, let's start with introducing uh, both of you. So uh, who are you and what are you doing here? Okay, I will start. Uh, I am Juan Fernandez, and I'm product manager at Library. And basically, at this project, I uh, try to handle uh, uh, requirements driven by customers and by the market, and translate those requirements into things that we can actually implement in the platform by the by the engineering team, which is based on Croatia. And that's basically my work, handling beta testers and communication with beta testers, uh, helping 
coordinate the project, basically. And Ivica? Uh, I'm a senior software engineer in LifeRay. Uh, currently, the part of the team uh, behind the LifeRay Cloud Services. Uh, the whole engineering team is here in Croatia. Uh, I have uh, the team is three of us. Uh, the other two guys are uh, Marco Chikos and Igor Beslitz. And uh, that's it. Briefly. Okay. I, I uh, do think that they are somewhere in the background. Uh, they probably can't hear you uh, or hear us, uh, but you could, can probably make them say hello. Uh, guys, can you say hello? Hello, hola. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have the whole team on, uh, on tape. Yeah. Great. So um, then let's uh, dive deep into this service. Uh, what's it all about and why do I want to have it? Okay, so um, a couple years ago, we realized that uh, some customers had common issues. And uh, to common issues, we could offer a common solution. And we discovered that having an online platform in the cloud uh, would be a really good platform to deliver solutions to those problems. The um, first or the main problems we we detected uh, is that at first for our EE customers, um, they were uh, managing big installations with uh, tons of servers and uh, managing the, the updates, the all the um, fixed packs uh, and all the updates for all the, those different servers and nodes. Uh, was uh, a hard task for 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 the for the uh, administrators uh, managing those servers. So we decided we were going to create a, a system uh, that where you could plug in your servers and then receive updates that you could simply click on download and and install them. So uh, having your uh, your environments your cluster servers uh, up to date would be really easy. And then another another issue we detected is that this problem was common for both CE customers and E customers, is that um, controlling what was going on uh, in your portal was a bit hard. It required um, installing and configuring a lot of tools for monitoring, and it required a lot of knowledge of the, of the product. So we decided to offer information uh, that was easy to understand, that, that was valuable, and that would help the administrators of those portals to understand um, where were the bottlenecks, where were the, the most accessed pages, the slowest portlets, you know, all kind of information that might help them maintain those those portals. And we, we saw that uh, providing this as an online platform was a really good way to deliver value as it allows us to to be constantly deploying new services and new ways of, of helping those customers. So uh, when you keep the portal up to date this way, uh, does this mean it's good for Enterprise Edition users or it's, is it also good for Community Edition users? Because there's uh, lots of fix packs uh, and uh, short-term fixes for Enterprise Edition and there's the uh, frequent uh, or less frequent GA 
releases for community edition, some security patches. Um, so what's the story here? So this is basically for EE customers because it, it is delivering fixed packs, which is only available for for uh, customers subscribed to our subscription services. So basically all those enterprise customers uh, which are normally uh, receiving those fixed packs through the customer portal, now they will be able to go to the cloud dashboard and see in a, in a single point of information, they will see all the available fixed packs and, and this system will understand which fixed packs are available, which conflicts are there. So they will only see what, what is important for each of those services. Whoa, that sounds good. So just recently, I had some feedback about the customer portal, and I've seen that uh, this has now a tremendously improved um, usability because the customer portal now um, basically offers a package to download that contains all of the available fix packs. Um, now, what you say sounds like I go to the cloud services website and I can immediately see which fix packs I have installed, which fix packs are available for me. I can click a button, they get downloaded, maybe installed. Well, maybe it requires a, um, maybe it requires a restart. After all, it's changing code. Um, so is it like that? Can it be that good? Yeah. That sounds good. So basically, if you correctly install the patching tool, you click on download and you just need to once once the fix packs are downloaded you just need to restart that server and you're ready to go uh does that work on any application server or just on uh something like tomcat or would it also work on websphere weblogic we are still uh testing working with qa to see uh, in which application servers this is going to be uh, available but uh, yeah, we target to our whole support matrix. Yeah, at the end, it should work on, on all servers because uh, it's a feature of the portal itself and patching tools, not uh, the application server. So it, but we need to go to, through the testing still. Yeah, so currently, <laughs> currently definitely Tomcat. And then uh, for, uh, I don't know, uh, when, when, is the next, uh, when are the next servers planned? Um, still during the private or, or public beta phase or later on? I would say later on. Probably during the public, maybe uh, Juan can say. Yes, for now we are testing on, on Tomcat, JPOS, and Westphere. Mm -hmm. And we are fixing issues there. But basically, we have our QA team testing on all different environments. Mm -hmm. So that's our goal for the public beta. Okay. Uh, speaking of which, um, I know LifeRay is always uh, happy or everybody in LifeRay is always happy to give uh, some dates. Uh, when do you expect the public beta to start? Okay. So we, when we planned this private beta, uh, we decided to, to um, receive feedback and signups from beta testers uh, at least during six to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, we launched this like 10 days ago, so that would may maybe by the end of June mm -hmm. for the public beta, mm -hmm. but it's not written in stone, you could say. Okay. 
Um, any expectation then for the public availability, general availability? Also not written in stone. Yes, I know. The idea is that uh, we might do like Gmail did, like uh, run in public beta for a while mm -hmm. and um, keep testing this, keep um, making sure that we are offering, offering something that it's really a, a helpful tool based on customer feedback. And we plan to run it uh, as a beta as long as it is needed. Okay. So we don't have we don't have final dates for GA. Okay. Well, that's uh, might might be good uh, because uh, after all, you can add features as you wish. Um, uh, running in beta typically also means um, uh, some effect on the price tag. Uh, is that the case? Like, will it be free as long as it's in beta or? Yeah. For now, for now, all services are are free. Mm -hmm. Uh, and basically, we we still haven't defined the price model for the service. Mm -hmm. But uh, for now, we can say that the main two services we are offering now, uh, metrics, portal metrics, which is for both CE and EE customers, and, and fixed pack management service are going to be free. So there's no problem on that. Our idea is to always have something for free. Uh, in this platform. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything else that you're already planning um, to add to this fixed pack and metrics handling? Yeah, so basically we have we have a, a list of features that our customers have been um, proposing and we think that there are really interesting ideas out there. Uh, for example, uh, we are talking about a security check so that you can run a report um, basically checking that all the security uh, settings are correctly configured in your portals or uh, log analysis. So basically, you know that LiveRay, when there's an error in LiveRay, there's uh, a, a log. And sometimes it is really hard to understand and to, to, to extract the, the, the valuable information out of those logs. So we would like to have a, an intelligent tool that extracts the information out of your logs and gives you some advice on what to do next. Mm -hmm. And there, we have uh, like a increasing list of uh, features and services coming out. So the idea at the end is to have services for each different um, group of users in LifeRay. So those services we have been talking so far are targeted for sysadmins. But uh, we would like to target other, other users in library too. Like, for example, adding behavior analysis for uh, website administrators so that they can understand what their users are doing and they can uh, improve their websites based on that knowledge, for example. Or we can also offload Things that are heavily uh, that are really heavy for the servers, like image processing or video streaming, we can we can take advantage of of uh, the intrinsic values of the cloud services uh, to offload those kind of um, tasks. So I, I I see this like a like a really interesting platform that um, current current services it's 
are, are only the, the seed of what we can see here in this platform. Mm -hmm. okay. And of course, all, all, those, all those services are guided by, by customer feedback. That is why uh, beta testing is so important for us because every time we receive a, a report from a beta tester, um, we receive so many good ideas uh, in ways to, to make this product evolve that it's really interesting for the whole community. That's quite a bit about the um, current behavior or, or current features and the future feature set. Let's dive into the implementation. How do we actually do it? Um, I admit I have signed up for the private beta and happy enough I've been supported or I've been accepted. And um, what I did is I installed a plugin, a portlet, um, not knowing what it will do. Um, and I've only started that like an hour ago, so I have no, not really a clue of what I will have to do and what the power of this uh, plugin is. So let's go into uh, how you implement it. Uh, so <clears throat> basically, uh, it's uh, on, I would say, libraries on our site's um, modular architecture. So that, uh, that give us uh, the way uh, for easy scaling and uh, as uh, the number of users uh, will grow. But from the client side, we wanted to make it... Uh, uh, easy as much as possible. So you are as a client, you will you will need to just to install normal uh, library plugin or portlet. So and the registration process is also really simple. You have just two steps. It's really easy. Uh, um, the wizard style. Before that, you as a customer or user, you will need to be registered on library.com to have proper credentials. And uh, in the wizard form, you will just to put some uh, required fields like server name, uh, environment, and what is the environment. Uh, when you, you will be able as a customer to organize your servers in some hierarchy, because if you are uh, customers, you, have a, uh, you can have production, development, testing environment. So we will give you the way to organize uh, logically also to those servers. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's it, actually. So after you uh, populate those fields, you will be able to connect to, to cloud dashboard and uh, your servers will start to, to send the data to, to the cloud. So uh, uh, also, if you are running uh, your portals in the cluster, all you as a customer, uh, you, uh, you will need to just to, to install the, the, the plugin on all of, all of those your servers, and the, the plugin itself will automatically recognize your servers in the cluster and automatically register all of those servers. As, uh, as a cluster. So mm -hmm. we wanted to make it easy as much as possible. Uh, regarding to data we are sending, we are mostly uh, grabbing uh, metrics data for now, meaning uh, 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 Java Virtual Machine metrics, uh, some uh, server metrics uh, basic currently, and also uh, some application metrics like um, uh, page render 
metrics of report of metrics. But those, those, those are, I would say, basic metrics for now. Probably by the time we will uh, add uh, more of them um, as customers will uh, demand it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that reminds me that I have also configured LifeRay to include some monitoring information, uh, which otherwise would not be uh, kept. Yes. Okay. Okay, one thing also that I, I heard customers uh, were asking is, can they uh, run behind the firewall? Yes. And that it's true, so they can... Uh, uh, freely uh, uh, be connected, even though their server are uh, behind our firewalls. Yeah, so obviously it needs a connection to the outside, to the cloud services, but um, that's a well-defined uh, protocol, right? Yeah, yeah. only HTTP pro- pro- uh, port needs to be uh, okay. open, that, and that's actually... Yeah, th- there we touch uh, one of the um, first things that I saw. Um, it's only HTTP. Um, but you already said uh, it's uh, quite soon it's going to be changed to be only HTTPS, correct? Yes, this is the work in progress and probably in the next few days we will have uh, everything uh, behind SSL. So. Okay, so once the, uh, once the podcast is out, it will be SSL only? Yes. Correct answer. So uh, as we we're speaking about a firewall, um, there's typically then a, a small range of IP addresses um, or domain names that you need to contact. Um, so it should be easy to configure a firewall to allow LifeRay to uh, connect to those servers, right? Yes. Only two points, actually, we are, uh, you as a customers need to reach. So mm-hmm. that's it, actually. Okay, so what did you do on the on the back end? Uh, so now my LifeRay is reaching out to you, and you are collecting all of this information. Um, where do you keep it? How, uh, what are you doing with it once um, you uh, once you got it? Uh, so do I do I get an alarm when my server is down? Um, can I look back into the performance of the last month, uh, or what can I do with it? How long do you keep the data? Uh, the initial idea is to keep data for ninety days. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will see that if there is going to be some demand to, as I don't know, premium service to to keep them even more than 90 days. Uh, but now it, it's configured to, to keep them for 90 days. Mm-hmm. All data are saved in Apache Cassandra. And... Uh, I think for now we don't have uh, you can you can't see uh, data through the history, but this is one of the met- charts I would say we will probably need to add soon. Also, mm-hmm. you can just to see the last uh, the last uh, data, uh, the last collected data actually currently, mm-hmm. but we are saving. Uh, the history also in the past 90 days. Okay. So it will be a little bit like uh, connecting my J console um, to um, to my virtual machine and then get some some stats on CPU load, on memory load. Is that the JVM parameters that you get? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. 
that'll be good um, because that took a bit of effort to get that through the firewalls on my server um, so um, if I would have this without having to set up the J console that would be very welcome yes we are actually uh, showing all I would say basic information about your server even uh, which OS you are running on uh, the version of virtual machine the version of patching tool so all those basic information uh, you need to know you now as a customers you will have in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which version of the virtual machine, is there any limit? Uh, like, are you tied to any specific uh, JVM, or do you support everything that uh, LifeRay supports? Are you limited to whatever only Java seven? Um, while LifeRay is still supporting Java six, do you need Sun or Oracle? Not IBM. Or not open JDK? What's your story there? We support uh, live free metrics, so we need to support uh, each uh, Java version as, as currently current uh, portal instance that customer is running need is supporting. So okay. So and then uh, yeah, the application servers uh, will be added later. Yes. Um, any limitations on the database or uh, yet or in future? Currently, we are just uh, uh, collecting, uh, um, I would say, uh, basic metrics for, for database, like uh, how big your, is your pool of active or uh, idle connections. Mm-hmm. And for that, we don't need any special, but probably later on as... Oh, a customer will maybe demand some specific things. Maybe then we will need to 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 support uh, each individual database. But that, for now, uh, we are uh, supporting for this small set of of metrics we are collecting. Uh, we are supporting all of them because we are actually collecting those metrics via JMX. So everything that is exposed to locally via JMX, we are collecting nothing deeply for now, more deeply than that. Well, that would be quite a bit. Um, so JMX has has all kinds of information, like on caches and so on. Do you do you really? Yes, yes, we are collecting that that also. Okay, so. Cache in the cluster. Okay, so how how often uh, does it go out? Because that could mean uh, quite a lot of traffic. Uh, every minute we are collecting okay. uh, metrics. Yeah. Okay. So that uh, that sets it in relation. Yeah. That's uh, manageable. The only metrics that they send on demand is uh, portal and portlet uh, re- rendering times. Mm-hmm. But that, that's actually send uh, asynchronously. So it means that uh, when the page is rendered, we are collecting that information, then asynchronously sending to the cloud. So this is divided. It's not tied to to, to rendering phase mm-hmm. of the of the portal itself of the page actually. Yeah, and is that aggregated? Yes. Or or for every page load, uh, you send one single piece of data. As, uh, Currently, we send for each page. Okay. So that means uh, the more load I generate on my server, the more data it will send to the uh, to the cloud services. Yes. Okay. 
that'll be interesting um, because I'm going to do a proper load test on that machine. So I can actually then uh, start to compare um, and actually make a load test on the LifeRay cloud services as well. Did you it's do that already? Really, uh, we started then stop it because of some technical problems and next week we will uh, start it uh, again so but you're welcome also to test it uh, so we would appreciate also mm -hmm. your results so. okay so uh, uh what, what you start again next week is the low test i understood that correctly right yes, yes okay great well we might be able to join forces there because next week is my low testing week okay Good. So let me see. What else did I have? Uh, we talked about all kinds of different things that are supported. Uh, not yet about the LifeRay versions. Uh, what's the story here? Uh, like the version numbers. We talked about CE and EE. Both are available. Is that only 6.2, the latest version, or also one of the oldest? We have, we have added support for cloud services since 6.1 GA3. Mm -hmm. So all customers having a portal based on 6.1 GA3 or 6.2, they will be able to use these services. Great. Um, so that uh, brings me to another technical question. Um, how do you work with the different APIs, uh, the changed APIs between these LifeRay versions, or are they all the same? Uh, so how do you handle plugins for both versions? We have plugins uh for both versions, actually. So we are uh, maintaining for both versions. Mm -hmm. Is that hard? Because I'm constantly getting those questions from customers, like what do I do on upgrade? How, how much uh, difference is there? And you're tying deep into the implementation. Um, so you probably have uh, quite some interfaces into LifeRay um, that might need uh, maintenance. Lots of things that we are actually, we are uh, communicating via uh, uh, message bus internally. So uh, currently we don't have too much problems because uh, the portal portal itself is is just uh, two screens portal mm -hmm. and uh, uh, but majority of 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 uh, code is some back background code that is not tied to, to the live reversion itself so because uh, for collecting metrics we are actually communicating to jmix mm -hmm. uh, and uh, also the 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 majority of communication directly with the portal is uh, is done via message bus mm -hmm. so also we are not so tied to the version because the message bus is uh, supported and in, uh, in all versions we are supporting so it's not a problem Mm -hmm. The mostly actually the difference is in the UI part, but the portlet itself is not complicated. So we are for now we don't have too much problems, I would say. Okay. Um, so uh, I'm the lucky one to be already in. Um, I have my account. I need to set it up, and I will set it up during the rest of the uh, of today, and then let you know of my experience then. About all of the other listeners, I guess only a few of them already have an account. Um, how can they get an account? So when we decided to uh, create a, a private beta, uh, we decided to give away 50 invitations. And uh, that was like 
in in less than a day, we ran out, out of invitations. So we were really surprised. So we decided to open a waiting list for uh, other beta testers that uh, would like to to participate and give us feedback. But we also ran out of spaces, and we 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 reached a uh, hundred beta testers in in the the next three to four days. So we had to close it because right now the provisioning system is not fully in place. So we need to manage communications manually with them. Mm -hmm. We need to create all the accounts uh, by hand. So it's a lot of work for us. So right now that's the 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 amount of. Um, accounts we can handle. So that is why we are, uh, for now, we are waiting for the public beta to keep adding users to this better program. So for now, we are going to allow these 100 um, beta testers to participate and to get feedback, and then we will open it directly for the public beta. Mm -hmm. So for now, if you don't have an invitation, you'll need to wait for the public beta. Okay. Which will well, I'll, I'll keep back this episode for a while, um, so it might not be um, that far off. Uh, it hopefully comes out before the actual public beta opens um, to generate some interest, and then uh, end of June, hopefully, uh, we're there. It would be great. Uh, good. Let me check my notes. What else did I want to ask you guys? Uh, because right now, hey, everything is uh, is being set up, um, and I have the two of you on the line. I might help my. Uh, I might have my personal support team here. Uh, so, what else should I think of when I install this? What kind of feedback did you get already? Actually, where can I find some more documentation? You sent me one document. Is that it? Or uh, is there more? Will there be more in future? I think there you have all the installation, all the all the information that you need to to run everything. Maybe in the close future, we will create a user manual basically explaining how to interact more with the dashboard. But as currently we are changing everything so fast, uh, it would have been like a huge waste of time to to create that manual already. So we will work on it once we stabilize the, the, the platform. Okay, well, I think I'm out of questions. Is there anything that I should have asked you and that I forgot? Not that I know. Maybe insist in um, for all those who have signed up for the beta test, uh, I would insist on please go ahead, install and test the service and give us some feedback because that feedback is really, really important for us. So that would be my, my message for the beta testers out there listening to this program. Ivica, anything from your side? No. Okay. I guess that nails it then and I'm looking forward to actually testing it and uh, let you know of the uh, results and I'm going to load test with and without the cloud services uh, to see how much actual load it uh, might add uh, with this performance report. Great. Okay. So thank you very much for your time, Olaf. Yeah. Well, thank you for being available on uh, quite short notice, actually. <laughs>